0: You're listening to the Limitless Broadcasting Network. What's your favorite scary movie? What's the boogeyman?
1: you hang up on me again, I'll cut you like a fish, understand? It's showtime. Hello, guys, and welcome to back to You Can't Kill the Boogeyman podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Robbie. I'm Sammy. And welcome back. And today we are covering Renfield. Very cool movie. What did you think
0: about it? I, I thought it was a lot of fun. It's very campy. Yes. So you can't go into this with like thinking it's going to be serious or super... Take it's itself a, seriously.
1: It's a comedy horror.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And
1: that's what I like. I mean, you don't get too many comedy horrors out there. Yeah. And it had Nicolas Cage in it.
0: I know. And you love Nicolas Cage.
1: I like Nicolas Cage. I liked him in Con Air.
0: hmm yes.
1: I liked him in Snake Eyes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you know, Nicolas Cage was going to be Superman, right? To the point where they fitted him for an outfit and he still gets royalty checks. From the, from the movie that he was not able to produce because they pulled the plug on it.
0: Well, there's a fun Nicolas Cage fact for you. So. Who knew?
1: He's back outside on that one, right?
0: Yeah, who knew? And I'm very proud of you for getting the name right because did you flinch when I went to pat you on the. No. I I swear he flinched. Anyways, forgetting the name right because uh, what did you refer to this as Rembrandt? <laughs> um, was there another name you called it? I can't remember. I Rembrandt sticks out in my mind though, and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and it was Runfield.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So it's just it makes me laugh when I think about it. But do you want to start diving into the? Yeah, movie? go ahead. All right, I'm going to apologize because I've been sick this week, so got behind because robbie was in la yeah and so then i was, I was sick. filming i'm still sick but i'm less sick so we're getting it out today so just bear with me while i struggle through this so we got our just disc- our summary in this modern monster tale of dracula's loyal servant nicholas Holtz. Uh, stars as Runfield, the tortured aide to history's most narcissistic boss, Dracula, who is Nicolas Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Runfield is forced to procure his master's prey and do his every bidding, no matter how debased. But now, after centuries of servitude, Runfield is ready to see if there's life outside the shadow of the Prince of Darkness. If only he can figure out how to end his codependency.
1: So it's like a couple's. Couple movie,
0: um, kind of. I guess, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, that's the kind of way they set it up is yeah, like you know they're break- they're breaking up with each other.
0: Yeah, no, it's that's true. So this movie is rated R. Um, obviously for language, bloody violence, certainly some drug use and some gore. Its genre is horror, action, comedy, and fantasy. Director is Chris McKay, and it was produced by Robert Kirkman, David Alpert, Brian First, Sean First, and Chris McKay. It was written by Ryan Ridley, came out in theaters April 14, 2023, and made it onto streaming by May 2nd.
1: That 45-day window. Mm,
0: very short nowadays. Its budget was an estimated $65 million, and its opening weekend it made around eight okay so not not so great
1: it did not make its budget it back. did
0: not its gross was 17.1 million so
1: think about those numbers right now mm-hmm. and think about what's going on like with the writer strike and the act and the sag strike and they're spending 65 million on a movie mm-hmm. right that blows your mind
0: yeah of uh, the the
1: capital being yes. used Mm-hmm.
0: So runtime is an hour and thirty-three minutes. It's distributed by Universal Pictures. And for Cast, we already said Nicolas Cage is the Dracula. Nicolas Holtz was Runfield. Aquafina came in as Rebecca, who turns out to be Runfield's like bestie through a lot of this movie.
1: I think it was his love interest too.
0: Uh yeah, I think they were leaning, yeah, that way as well. But yeah. their their uh relationship was super interesting um show ray i'm so sorry ag Dashlu um was bella francisca so she was like the uh for the um lobo family so she was like the 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 bad bitch the the, one in charge yes and ben schwartz was teddy who is an idiot
1: in every show he does he's an idiot he literally plays the same character in every show
0: i feel like is that just ben schwartz like I is mean, ben schwartz just being ben schwartz in all of these movies
1: realistically like i'm not hating on him he i he's, like that he schwartz. found
0: a niche yeah
1: i'm not gonna mm-hmm. hate on him for doing that but yeah. he mm-hmm. literally plays the same role every time
0: but he's so good at it uh let's see oh and i i don't think i went over the cameras so cameras we had a panavision millennium dxl2 panavision c series lenses red v raptor panavision c with panavision c series lenses okay i don't know what any of that is but ratings so critics on rotten tomatoes gave it a 58 percent. audience 79 which i could see i could see that and a 6.4 out of 10 on imdb which is yeah what i would expect from IMDb. yeah i can see that mm-hmm. yeah uh, it was filmed in new orleans so there you go and then i've got some facts for you okay so despite a history of turning down non-leading roles in studio in studio films Nicolas cage signed on to play dracula because it was his lifelong dream to portray the legendary figure so Nicholas is really into Dracula. He seems like he would be.
1: Well, yeah, he's a co-star. He's not the lead, but he's a lead.
0: Yeah, well, Dracula is pretty important in this.
1: Yeah, I, would I mean, say. without
0: Dracula, you don't have Redfield. Correct. So, you know, there you go. There are some horror references. So Rebecca's father's full name is revealed to be Morris Quincy. And you can see this when you see his portrait on the wall in the precinct that's dedicated to the officers who've passed. So this references the character of Quincy Morris from the original novel, an American who joins the rest of the characters in defeating Dracula after Dracula kills his friend, Lucy. Okay. No idea. No clue. But that's a fun little thing. And Chris McKay has described the film as a quasi sequel to Universal's 1931 English language film Dracula, depicting the same characters of Dracula and Renfield 90 years on, with the film's black and white opening scene depicting the beginning of Dracula from 1931, except obviously Nicolas Cage and Nicolas Holt are inserted in place of the original actors Bella Lug- Lugosi and Dwight Fry. So there you go. There's that another tie in. Mm hmm. And the circumstances of Renfield, meaning Dracula and falling under his control are presented to, again, as an extended reference to how the Dracula in 1931 depicted them. And they recreated the scenes, as we just said. They also play music from Swan Lake, which is a shout out to the fact that the music was used for opening credits in the 1931
1: movie. That's cool.
0: Yeah. So they did a lot of tie-ins to the original, which I thought was cool. And there's also a reference to oh, um, another vampire. So Dracula's top hat and toothy grin could be a reference to the famous Lon Chaney vampire makeup from London after midnight. Some okay. of the poses he makes while darning the look match still images of that vampire.
1: So, All right. Yeah. That's very cool.
0: hmm. No idea. And special effects. <laughs> so the film's introduction to Dracula. So when he comes in, he's covered, it's very disgusting, and like all those like sores and like right. he looks like a hot mess. So they refer to it as Picasso on set, referencing early, like those Renaissance wax sculptures. Okay. And I was like, I guess that's appropriate. So artists would come in, um, according to the makeup artist, uh, Kristen Tinsley. Artists would come in and sculpt the anatomy of corpses and people with diseases into wax. And that's how we came up with this odd, weird, and bizarre first stage. So that's how we came up with this first look. Okay. And that first look took three and a half hours to apply.
1: I'm sure it did. They don't mess around when it comes to movie making and prosthetics.
0: No, uh uh-uh. A full head of prosthetics, dentures, full body, torso, arms, hands, and nails. Wow. It's insane. I wonder how long
1: he was in the costume for
0: i'm not sure i don't think they said but
1: took three hours to apply how long was Mm -hmm. he actually in it for
0: and then of course dracula starts to heal and so the next stage took about two and a half hours to complete and then you know they keep giving him human blood he heals he heals by the time he reaches his normal makeup like that took 45 minutes okay yeah
1: well i think that's pretty cool that they're doing it practically instead Mm -hmm. of like digital digital
0: i always like practical effects me too too.
1: the way that people can actually figure out how to do it Mm -hmm. and go out and do it that's that's so compelling to me i know
0: i just love it you know it just there's something to say about doing it practically versus just relying on cgi yeah and if you notice dracula has a blue hue about him it's very iridescent so if you see it in person it almost looks like a metallic robot Um, they added a lot of teal iridescence to the makeup. So in person, he actually would shimmer and shine and on camera, it looks like a healthy glow to the skin. So he doesn't look like a cadaver. Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
1: Way to separate him from Mm
0: -hmm. the camera.
1: So that's good and make him pop out a little bit more.
0: And then I guess this last fact didn't save, but I, uh, read this They, I read that, um, Nicholas Cage had like his teeth filed down so that the the teeth that he wore would fit better
1: oh my god that's terrible
0: yeah i don't know how much he had his teeth filed down like i don't know if it was like all the way but i did read. talk
1: about being dedicated to your (coughs) job right terrible yeah so that's another fun
0: fact for you i don't know but it didn't sound pleasant
1: what did you think over the overall movie
0: It's a lot of fun. I liked it. It was very, like we said, very campy. It has a lot of humor, a lot of blood.
1: Yeah. Very gory.
0: It does both very well. The very like cheesy corniness of the movie to the extreme, like over the top gore and action sequences. And I really liked Renfield. Like the bugs are very disgusting. You would eat them, Yeah, but the action scenes, it was just a lot of fun to watch him turn into like the, you know, super um familiar and then kind of take down everybody that was a lot of fun to watch yeah what did you think
1: i liked it overall going into it i wasn't too sure Mm -hmm. i thought it was just going to be a cheesy you know movie that we picked out to watch kind Mm -hmm. of or kind of goofy Mm -hmm. but actually sparked my interest more than i thought it was going to yeah i think they did a really great job. I really yeah. like the Chinese girl in it. Aquafina. I do. I like I her. I do like
0: Aquafina. I think I've liked her in like everything I've seen her in.
1: I don't think she's been a bad actress in anything. So Mm-mm.
0: no. And I like good
1: try for her.
0: And I like when she's not always just goofy because she was actually more of the straight person in this movie, which. Right. They don't always do with her because she is so funny. Right. But she's very funny being the straight cop, too, you know? When she's looking at him and she's like what is it like did you just um did i see you take someone's like head off with a
1: with a knife or a fork
0: uh, yeah whatever it was at the beginning that's so funny
1: i think with doing that with her it shows that she's a versatile actress Mm -hmm. and she can play serious roles and do comedy yeah and i don't think by doing that, she doesn't get typecasted. Yeah. Like You're not going to always see her in a comedy. You're going to see her in a serious movie. And I think mm-hmm. as an actor, that's what you would want.
0: Yeah. I mean, she's had other roles where she was able to bring out some of that seriousness. But I think this was a good display of that, honestly. Yeah. Because she was more of the straight man to Renfield, who is so absurd. And she's having to just absorb this.
1: And it helps balance out his character as well. So. But yeah, we're recording this when Sammy's on her deathbed.
0: I'm sorry. I'm trying not to cough, but talking so much just makes it worse.
1: So yeah, we're going to keep this a little short because she is not feeling well.
0: Yeah, it's okay. But But, overall, I would rewatch this movie because I thought it was a lot of fun.
1: We definitely recommend this movie, so go check it out.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Thank you again for bearing with us. We're sorry this had took so long to get out to you, but after the conventions, we'll be better.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get more back on track with everything and and all that. But yeah, if you're looking for like a a fun kind of more light-hearted horror movie with nick Cage of all people,
1: and Sammy doesn't even like Nicolas Cage, but she liked this favorite one.
0: actor. But he did a good job being Dracula in this one. Again, he was like like corny cheesy, but it wasn't so much that you were like rolling your eyes at the way he did it. You know, Mm -hmm. he did a very good job of being that like just the right amount of absurd. Okay. I I feel like with Dracula. I agree. But the actor who played Renfield, I think they
1: balanced each other out.
0: Yeah, it was it was really like a breakup. Um, You're right, because he showed up at his door. Yes. (laughs) And not to spoil it too much, but it made me laugh because Dracula had just walked into his apartment because he had that big mat that was like welcome, welcome. come on in.
1: <laughs> that is pretty funny. And so they
0: got away with the, you know, cuz vampires can't enter your
1: yeah, right. your house
0: without being welcomed in. Yeah, that was too funny and then um I did feel bad that he murdered all of his therapy friends. But he, he brought them back at the end of it. Uh, yeah, but they seemed a little messed up with being killed and brought back and I didn't seem to really help them out no. with the therapy too much at the end, but you're right. They did come back. Oh. So that was a, that was a nice thing. I will say, but yeah, it, there could have been a little less bug eating for me. That's the only thing I would say. Okay. It's kind of gross.
1: All right, my friends until next time, thank you for checking this episode out. Yes. Thank you. And
0: so sorry about me coughing through it, but
1: sammy will be better the next episode
0: yeah i'm gonna try not to cough through blade when we talk about it sounds good so that should be our next episode right
1: yep blade yeah. will be our next episode awesome
0: <laughs> all right we'll see you next time bye bye you can't kill the boogeyman podcast is produced and hosted by robbie and sammy brooksby as part of the limitless broadcasting podcast network Post production and intro by Sammy Brooksby. Follow the show on Instagram at BoogeymanPod. You can also follow the Limitless Broadcasting Company at Limitless Broadcasting and your horror hosts at Robert1950Studios and at TheSamitLamb. We also have a TikTok at 1950Studios. Email your creepy comments and spooky suggestions to us at BoogeymanPod at gmail.com. Don't forget, everyone is entitled to one good scare. Have a horrific week! Hey family, I'm back for season four of the By Ashley Danny podcast. From reviewing my current reads to personal growth topics to novel writing, you are in for a great new season. Join me every Saturday starting October 7th through November 25th for season four, part one. Make sure to open the pages of a book and go on an adventure today. See you then.